so good to be with you all. It's not a cliche. I really mean that. Uh, I feel so much at home, dangerously so much at home. And top of that, he makes me wear this T-shirt. And I just hope no one takes a pic and puts, puts it on Facebook. Because many of my folks in the church would get ups- really upset, really concerned. Oh, it's not? Okay, there's nothing. Okay. But it looks very Christian. <laughs> um, just some opening uh, thoughts, rather, things that I sensed that I wanted to share, and then I zoom into the message. Um, when we were worshiping this morning and even this evening, such a presence of God. And what really touched my heart was you are so joyful. You are so full of joy. And I don't think it's just the camp. I think it, it's welling up from a very deeper place in your relationship with God individually and corporately. And this is what I said. So I, I didn't say it at that time uh, because I just wanted to let, you know, let it brew in my heart to know whether this is the Lord or just my own feeling. But this is what I sense to, to request you. Take this to the nation. Don't keep it in Boruvli. You cannot keep this only in Boruvli. This must go to our nation. And I felt the Lord wanting me to say this to you, that this must be an intentional pursuit. This joy that you have been gifted. This hope that is so vibrant, the hope that overcomes despair, discouragement. You must take this to the nation. What our, what our nation doesn't have, it doesn't have joy. It doesn't have hope. And you have it. And you're full of it. And I want to urge you, and I sense this even now as I'm speaking to you, Living Hope Church, take the joy of the Lord that you carry to the nation. Do you know something? Jammu Kashmir needs your joy. Have you ever thought about it? They need joy. You have been gifted it freely and abundantly. Himachal Pradesh needs joy. Punjab needs joy. And you have it in abundance. Don't keep it only in Buruvli. Take it to the nation of India. And India will become the platform, the glory of God to the nations of the earth. Amen. Amen. Such a presence of God in this place. Thank you, Lord. I feel so much at home. And uh, it's weird, you know, sometimes when you are in the midst of many people that you don't know and you feel at home. It's weird. Come on. But it's the presence of God that makes us feel at home. We all identify with that. That's where we belong. The Lord is our refuge. The Lord is our shelter. He's our home. He's our dwelling place. So when we come together, we just identify there's such a oneness in our hearts. That was for opening statements. I want to zoom into the message. What I want to share with you today, this evening, is not theologically complex. It's simple. It's foundational, but it's fundamental. And uh, I believe that the Lord will speak to each of us this evening. This is how I would want us to start. Could you pray for one person next to you before I actually start sharing the message? And pray that God would speak to that person. Just one person next to you. Just pair up with somebody just by your side. Come on. Thank you. I'll just keep looking at that. Thanks, Emma. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. 
Amen. <clears throat> I didn't introduce myself properly. I apologize for that. Just do that quickly. Um, I'm married to a wonderful woman of God. Her name is Farha. And uh, Farha comes from a Muslim background. And she's passionate about the Lord. She's far more stronger. She's solid in Jesus. And she keeps me in shape in every dimension. And uh, we have a beautiful, gorgeous, viral daughter. Her name is Anaya. And I'm missing them both terribly. Let's go into the message. <laughs> okay. I want to speak to you about the absolute necessity of faithfulness. The book of Proverbs, chapter 20, verse 6. What I would request you is not to scribble down every point because I'm just going to give you the message. I'm going to give it to Pastor Vino. And so just take up top of points. Uh, there's a PPD. So the PPD and the Word document, I will send it to Pastor Vino. So you don't have to go around. Yeah, I want you to listen to what God wants to say to us today. Okay? Right there. Look up on the screen. It says in Proverbs 20, verse 6, Many a man proclaims his own steadfast love. But a faithful man, who can find? Would you read that along with me? Here we go. One, two, three. Many a man proclaims his own steadfast love. But a faithful man, who can find? Another translation says, many a man proclaims his own loyalty. But who can find a faithful man? In the Hebrew... When a statement was put forth as a question, it was indicating that it is bringing the strongest emphasis, the highest emphasis. For example, it says, who is like unto the Lord? Who is like our God? It's not expecting an answer. It's bringing the highest emphasis. There's no one like our God. So in the same way, there's a question bringing emphasis for us. Who can find a faithful man? My prayer for you is that God will find the answer to this question in this church. You will be that answer. Who can find a faithful man? But what is faithfulness? So we'll do a little bit of chitter bitter. Talk to somebody. Can you ask somebody, what is faithfulness? What do you think is faithfulness? Don't just, don't just talk anything, okay? Just talk what I'm asking you. Okay? Just ask somebody next to you. What is faithfulness? What do you think is faithfulness? Don't tell your spouse, that's what you're supposed to be. <laughs> I mean, come on, of course. <laughs> Forget about what it means. Just be that. Okay. Now, what is faithfulness? All right. The next slide. Let's go ahead. Yeah. One who can be relied on. Accountable. Steadfast in affection and allegiance. Firm in adherence to promises or in observance of duty. Loyal, constant, staunch, steadfast, resolute, committed. You can add as many words as you want to that. But that's what makes a person, a man and a woman, faithful. See, my brothers and sisters, when we think of faithfulness... It's not a human invention. It's not a human concept. Faithfulness is the character. The next slide. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'll just gesture you. Don't mind me doing that. Okay. Thank you so much. You're so kind. You can forgive me later. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Faithfulness is a divine quality. Faithfulness is who our God is. He's a faithful God. He's a good God. So see how his name or his attributes are proclaimed in Deuteronomy 7.9. Know therefore that the Lord your God, he is God. The 
faithful God who keeps his covenant and his loving kindness to a thousandth generation with those who love him and keep his commandments. My dear brothers and sisters, our God, your God, our Abba Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Spirit of God is faithful. Never ever forget that. And when we look at the scripture, there's so many verses that repeatedly remind us graciously that our God is a faithful God. You know, maybe this evening you're in a situation and you're wondering, God, where are you? Huh? He's with you. He will never abandon you. And he will see you through. Our God is a faithful God. You see, all of God's creation, my brothers and sisters, depends on this foundation, this eternal foundation, that our God is a faithful God. And because our God is faithful, he commands us, you and me, to be faithful. You see, brothers and sisters, our faithfulness to God is a response, a worshipful response to the faithfulness of God. The next slide. Yeah. Amen. You see, we have Jesus as our example. Incarnation. God became man. And here's a mysterious verse in Hebrews 5.8. It says, though he were a son, fully divine, fully human, comma, yet learned he obedience by the things which he suffered. My dear brothers and sisters, faithfulness is not formed in fair weather. Faithfulness is formed in the furnace. <laughs> faithfulness is formed in the wilderness. That's where we learn. Everybody say learn. learn. You see, faithfulness doesn't happen. <laughs> see, here is Pastor Vino. Faithful man. When I met him the first time, actually when I came for the first time, not when I met him for the first time. And I looked at the church and was so blessed. And I asked him, Pastor, how many years? He said, 25 years overnight success. You see, naughty, he's very naughty. Does, he, does, he can't talk straight. And when he talks straight, I wonder what is behind that. <laughs> so now, see this now. 25 years, overnight success. Faithful man. Now let's assume, for just for now, okay, that I am an unfaithful, impulsive young man. Okay, young I am, but the unfaithful, impulsive, you know, erratic, undependable, a faithful man. Unfaithful. Now he's thorough Pentecostal. Okay. <laughs> And I <laughs> Now you guys get really irritated on me because you ask me to do something, I don't do it. You tell me to come at a particular time, I don't come up on time. You know somebody like that? Don't don't recollect. <laughs> okay. Okay. So so like you guys all say, Shannon, you need you need to be faithful, man. Go to Pastor Vino, he will pray for you. So I say, Pastor, pray for me. Release anointing of faithfulness. Oh, oh. So he finishes praying after one hour. <laughs> okay. I fall Pentecostal style. And I get up. Have I become faithful? All those who say yes, meet me after service. <laughs> No. Because faithfulness is learned, my brother and my sister. Faithfulness is learned. It's a choice we make every day as worship unto our God who is faithful to us every day. Great is thy faithfulness. And so... Me growing 
me learning faithfulness is my worshipful response to the Lord. Lord, I want to be faithful, not because Pastor Weenu or some other brother or sister is putting pressure on me or they expect me. I want to be faithful because you are faithful to me. So what motivates us? You see, it's the effect of God's faithfulness on us. Have you realized and do you enjoy the fact that God is faithful even when we are not faithful? How many of you love that fact? I mean, come on, God. Thank you, Lord, that you've not responded to me. You've not dealt with me the way I deserve. Amen? Yes? Wonderful. And so it has an effect on us. You see, grace is transforming. It empowers us. It transforms us to become like the one we adore, we worship. And so that's what happens. You see, as we experience God's faithfulness continually, every day, nonstop, constant, just think about it. Every moment of your life, God is constantly faithful to you. Not even for an atomic second does God hesitate in his commitment, in his covenant to you and me. And that effect transforms us and makes us want to be faithful. Hallelujah. (laughs) But understand this, beloved. Faithfulness is learned. It's learned. We learn to be faithful. Hallelujah. The third thing. Faithfulness is the foundation for credible character. You know, that's one of the one of the most beautiful passages in the New Testament. Please look at it. This is Papa Paul writing to a church about his spiritual son, Timothy. Think about it. This is Papa Paul writing to a church, a very prominent church in the port city of Corinth. And he's introducing his spiritual son, Timothy. This is what I want to ask you. How would you like Pastor Vino to introduce you to a people or a church who have not met you? <laughs> Look at how Apostle Paul introduces his beloved son, Timothy. Watch every word. For this reason, I have sent to you Timothy. Now he's beginning to describe. Who is my beloved? Wow. And faithful child in the Lord. You see, intimacy and faithfulness are inseparable. (laughs) And he will remind you of my ways, which are in Christ. Just as I teach everywhere, in every church. Did you get that? The weight in that passage, in those words. Apostle Paul is saying, when I send Timothy, he's carrying my heart he's carrying my doctrine he's carrying the understanding of my ways Timothy coming to you is as good as me coming to you (laughs) Lord help me to be faithful so Jesus wants to say this about you this is my beloved And faithful son, Amit. Imagine Jesus saying this. And Amit will remind you of my ways, 
which are in my father. Just as I teach everywhere in every church. Hallelujah. That's the way God wants to introduce you to India. <laughs> Faithfulness, beloved. You see, it's faithful people who carry the heart of the ones they have been faithful to. When you and I learn to be faithful to God, God begins to deposit his heart more and more to us. Because faithfulness creates credibility. Faithfulness makes us trustworthy. Therefore, you will be entrusted with more and more. You see, everything on, in this universe, so let's talk about planet Earth, has two values. Has two values. Intrinsic and extrinsic. Let me explain. <clears throat> this mobile phone, I'm not giving it to you, <laughs> has got an intrinsic value and it also has an extrinsic value. Don't get lost. When this mobile phone was made with certain things, and uh, the labor that went into it, and the time that went into it, the components that went into it, when it came together and was put in a piece like this, it carried or it, it got an intrinsic value, an inherent value for how it was made, for the fact that it's made. Yes? Turn to somebody next to you and say, I'm understanding. <laughs> Are you? How many of you lied? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Now, when you put a label on this, like say Moto G or an iPhone, and you take this into the market, and depending on how did it get there, on various factors that play around in the marketplace, it gets another value. Yes or no? It can either be more than its intrinsic value or lesser. Ask your neighbor, did you understand? Look into their eye and ask them, please. Now I can tell you, you're not asking them what I told you to ask them. <laughs> Naughty. Okay. Okay, don't fight. Let there be love. Especially pray for this place. Peace, Lord. Keith, don't be naughty. Extrinsic value is the portion of the word that has been assigned to an item by external factors. See, God has already declared your intrinsic value that you are his child. For eternity. It's done. Jesus said this. Now, this is crazy, this verse. And sometimes, you know, we just, we should not read the word. We should study the word. <laughs> you know, Jesus said this. As the Father has loved me, As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Don't ever doubt how loved you are. And if ever it does come, remember the cross. Partake of the emblems. Break bread again. Drink of the cup again. And remember that you are a blood purchased. Purchased for eternity. Such a priceless child of God. You're created in his image. Your intrinsic value has been declared for eternity. It's done forever. But, everybody say but. 
ఎందాయి ఐ టెల్ యూ బొరేకెన్ ఐ కౌకితం అంట మ్యాంగ్లూరీస్ కూడా ఎక్సైట్ చేస్తాం ఇట్స్ ఓకే అమిత్ కంట్రోల్ when we learn and grow in faithfulness we increase in extrinsic value to the people around us <laughs> are you understanding you see have you wondered at times why people behave weird with you and probably at times we need in the grace of god not outside of it ever in the grace of god ask us where am i lacking lord how can i become more dependable how can i become more likable not to earn the appreciation approval of people but that you may be a blessing to the ones around you because that is your destiny you've been blessed to be a blessing <laughs> amen so as we grow in faithfulness we increase in extrinsic value around us hallelujah your shoulders begin to get broader and god begins to entrust you with greater responsibility in the kingdom of god <laughs> amen amen so it's not what you and i want to accomplish it's what god wants to accomplish through you which is possible only if you grow in faithfulness that's why god always chose always 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 chose faithful leaders faithful men and women so when you look at the pattern because the bible is a book of patterns and principles so when you see the pattern of god's working god always chooses men and women who are faithful and it's all over scripture and you see even godly leaders one of the first things they will look for is they will look for faithfulness in the man in the woman are you faithful and so we see i'll just pick up a few and specifically paul you see it's recorded paul chose timothy because of his faithfulness first corinthians 4:17 paul chose tychius who was a faithful minister ephesians 6:21 be surprised beloved at how many times faithfulness is repeated paul chose epaphras a faithful minister in colossians 1:17 paul chose onesimus a faithful and a beloved brother colossians 4:9 Peter chose Silvanus our faithful brother first Peter 5:12 faithful 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 hallelujah good morning jaagte raho prabhu ka vachan aa raha hai hallelujah shikara baba ba santrobo Let me quickly share with you. How much time do you have? Three hours? One minute. Slightly more. Slightly more. See, now he wants me to interpret what he meant. <laughs> Let me quickly share how we can grow in faithfulness. You will say, brother, you are telling me that you are telling me that you are telling me that you are telling me. Where do we start? the lord showed where to start so four things quickly four primary areas simple things and i will share a couple of my stories okay a yeah faithfulness in choti baatein small things chota chota bahut chota see one of the things see years ago i used to get enamored with the big for me big means god big means ha huh, big i value the big still but i've realized small is significant <laughs> ask mama how you were born big <laughs> now you're big too big <laughs> but everything big 
Start small. Ask the oak tree. Small. <clears throat> See, understand the working of the kingdom. Don't suppose, impose the thinking of the world upon the kingdom, upon the church. It will not work. Small is significant, is big. Least, least in management of affairs, insignificant, without notice. That's what the Lord said, Luke 16, 10. You're called, beloved. God's called you with a high and a holy calling. But how will we move into that calling? How will you and I be able to say at the end of it, I finished the race. (laughs) I've kept the faith. Now I know the Lord is waiting with his crown for me. To get there, faithfulness. Let me read it for you. He who is faithful in a very little thing. (laughs) This is Lord's word. No exaggeration. Is faithful also in much. And he who is unrighteous in a very little thing is unrighteous also in much. Do you keep your word to your family and your children? Do you faithfully give to the Lord even in the little? Are you quick to volunteer in insignificant, apparent insignificant things? Even when you're not asked and when it's needed? Does your family and friends and colleagues consider you dependable? Tell your story. This was October 93. Younger than what I was obviously. Probably 16 I think. I was 16. The Lord had just saved me. And I was super excited. Uh, passionate and hungry for the Lord. And, and in October 93. That was Feb 93. October 93. New Life was having an all India conference. For pastors and Essentially pastors and senior leaders from all of India. In Baikla, Christchurch grounds. And uh, they had brought this really fiery preacher and this team from Sweden. And, and so one of my friends asked me, hey, dude, you want to come and help? You want to volunteer? Do you need some help? And I said, of course, man, I'll get to be in pastors and leaders conference. I was like, excited. I said, come, we'll help. And, uh, and we really worked hard because there were delegates coming in from all of India. Trains were delayed. We had to take care of their stay. And, and it, was, it was crazy, but it was super exciting. And uh, I was especially excited because I was looking forward to hearing the messages. And, you know, finally sitting in a conference or whatever. So uh, this was, I think, the second day of the conference. The conference was going well. It's, we, we were there about a day earlier than the first day. And the second day, you with me? Great, the second day. And uh, uh, now I, I knew this that you had the main ground, the main venue where all the delegates were two and a half thousand pastors, leaders, new life all over India. And th- that was the main venue, 93, okay? <clears throat> and, uh, and I knew that there was this kind of two story structure behind the registration counter where they were taking the guest speaker and his team for lunch and snacks and refreshments and obviously would have its own restrooms. And I knew that on the other end of the ground were the restroom for the delegates. Make sense? Okay, great. You're so intelligent. So I was just passing by the structure, you know, where, where they were taking the delegates. Uh, this was second day sometime around, I think, um, towards evening. And uh, I had this, this man stop me. And I assumed he was a pastor because he was wearing a tie. He was like, excuse me, excuse me. And he was, he was like a foreign pastor. He said, excuse me, excuse me. I said, yeah. You know, pastor calling, attention. Okay. Yes. I said, yeah. I said, brother, will you do me a favor? I said, yes. You know. He said, do you see this place? I said, yes. He said, you see, we're having a problem. 
You see, the delegates are not supposed to use the toilets up there. They're continuously coming and using the toilets and soiling it, and it becomes difficult for our guest speaker and his team to use that. I said, yes. Now, I need you to stand here and ensure that no one goes up there. Okay? And when they come, you make sure that they go to the place that's designated for them. I said, yes. Now, after he went... I had a question. How long? Okay? Dude. <laughs> so I'm standing. And as he said, as he prophesied, people coming. Hamari Bharatwasi. Now time is passing. And there is no sight of that man with the tie. <laughs> so I'm kind of... Now the battle has begun between the spirit and the flesh. I said, Lord, what to do? So I waited. Give my word. I waited. 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 See the music also is there. Now that time there was no music also. <laughs> Waited. After quite some time. Now you say, brother, how do you know quite some time? I'm telling you after 26 years, I'm telling you the story. <laughs> I waited. This man passing by suddenly looked at me. Brother, you're still here. In my mind, I said, what do you think? <laughs> so still here. What he told me shifted and positioned me on a path for which I am forever grateful. He shook my hand and said, Brother, I told so many people to do what I requested you. None of them waited except you. I want to thank you for being faithful that day something God did in my heart and I decided that I would always want to be that man because he was faithful in little is faithful also in much. <laughs> Faithfulness is not caught. <laughs> Faithfulness can be taught. But faithfulness has to be learned. By choices. We make every day. I also want to say one more thing brother. Let me say that in the second point. Let's go ahead. Second one. Oh wow. This is Abdul Qadir Gugli. Woo! I love this. You know Abdul Qadir? See all the guys are back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, Abdul. Faithfulness in another man's, in another man's, in another man's goals, house. And goals. A man who's willing to give wholeheartedly of himself to see another man succeed is worth following. Did you get that? I'll say it again. A man who's willing to give wholeheartedly of himself to see another man succeed is the man worth following. My dear brother and sister, your destiny in God is inseparably connected to the people that God has called you to be faithful to. You're staying in a rented house and you're crying, God, give me my own house. Be faithful in the house that you've been given. 
Take care of that house. Spend your money. Be a good steward of another man's possession and you will gain your own. <laughs> you're working for another person, another organization, another company. And you're saying, God, promote me. Surely he will. That's his will for your life. That's his destiny. He wants to promote you. But my beloved, the path, which the word says, the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and he adds no sorrow to it. That path is faithfulness. Make your boss succeed. Make your company prosper. Irrespective of how they treat you. Irrespective of how they meet your expectations or don't meet your expectations. Your faithfulness is not unto man. Your faithfulness is unto God. And if you have not been faithful in the use of that which is another's. Again a question. Who will give you that which is your own? A few months back, I had a 20-year-old come to me. Brilliant guy. Brilliant. I mean, I know that there's greatness ahead of him. But you don't tell that to a 20-year-old, right? He won't meet you again. <laughs> so this 20-year-old comes to me and he's like buzzing with eyes. See, come to me and tells me, I don't want to study. And then he gives me the profiles of successful, hyper-successful men who have not studied. Jack Ma, they study, you know. This one was a Stanford dropout. This one was a Harvard dropout. In other words, trying to tell me, I don't want to study. Okay. So I was helping him. How? I said, you know, from the time you've been born... You've been the beneficiary of the goodness and the faithfulness of others. Your mom and dad nurtured you, loved you, fed you, clothed you. They are paying for your education. You've been the beneficiary of the knowledge and the tutoring of your teachers. Loving counsel of elders and people all around you. Others have been pouring into your life. Yes? That's true for all of us. Yes or no, my beloved? Or you came out of Mars. Some of you are not convinced. No, I came from the planet Zog. <laughs> Have people poured into your life and my life? How we steward that will determine your destiny. Ungratefulness is dangerous. And what is expected of a man? Not just simply saying, thank you, thank you, thank you. Faithfulness. I said, dude, study. And your destiny will open up. You owe that to your parents and to God. Because you didn't pay for your education. Your parents have gifted it to you. Young people, study. Amen. Amen. All the parents said amen. <laughs> Shana, you're naughty. I told you, I asked you amen before. Amen. No, amen. If some kid must have got a nudge also. <laughs> but it's true. And it's true for everyone in this room. You want God to open up your ministry. You want God to activate your calling. You want so many things to happen. Be faithful where you are. Because where you are is where it will open up. You see, faithfulness doesn't come by changing. We don't, we don't learn faithfulness by changing, right? You've heard of the hoppers? Tell somebody next to you, they're not in this church. <laughs> Why aren't you telling somebody? <laughs> no, they're not here. Obviously, they're not here. <laughs> because they hopped. Potted plants are very ornamental. Potted plants like their freedom. You can put them in the balcony. 
Then you get bored in the balcony. Then you take it to the hall. You take it to the bedroom. Take it to the bathroom. I mean, who cares? Potted plants, right? <laughs> you shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Shall be strong and steady like the sedar of Lebanon. <laughs> Rooted and grounded in Christ. Planted in the house of the Lord. You will flourish in the courts of God. <laughs> don't be a potted plant. <laughs> you don't know where you're going to land up. <laughs> be a planted tree. There are so many people who love their independence. Oh, I want to be free. Christ set me free. <laughs> you don't need free. You need therapy. <laughs> what is freedom? We need each other. We need each other. Tell that to somebody around you, next to you. Now, don't tell that to your spouse. You'll just get a whack otherwise. <laughs> you waited so long to tell me that. <laughs> Look, if any marital issues happen here during my preaching, I'm not responsible for it, okay? Take, please. <laughs> but we need each other. It would be a delusion for me to say, I just landed up over here just like that after 26 years. Okay. No, so many people have wept for me. Prayed for me, believed in me, trusted me, entrusted me, encouraged me, counseled me, corrected me, pursued me. That's why you and I are here today. <laughs> we are beneficiaries of a loving community. We need each other, beloved. Be faithful in what is another man's. The third. I don't want to spend much time on this because I've kind of touched on it. Just touch on it. Faithfulness in natural things. This is important. Therefore, if you've not been faithful in the use of unrighteous wealth, <laughs> who will entrust you with the true riches? How do you check your heart, health? Not spiritual or romantic, the real heart. <laughs> what, what, is the, what is the thing called? Correct. <laughs> Correct. What did Jesus say? Where is your heart? Now don't conf- sound like you're confessing or this. Say it loud. Because <laughs> they know where I'm taking them. Come with me now. <laughs> Jesus, I love you. Oh yeah. <laughs> ECG, right? Huh? Opens up. Ah, either block, either block, either block. Stented Allah padega. Amen. May it never be. But what did Jesus say? Your heart is where your treasure is. Treasure. It is treasure. Jesus said it's treasure. Because you put your time, you put your energy, you put your gifting, you put your hard work, you put all of that, your sacrifice, and then you get that salary at the end of the month. How you steward that reveals the condition of your heart. (laughs) Jesus, I love you. Really? See your income expense. For the last one year, you'll know how much you love Jesus. Or the brands. See, I can talk whatever I want because I'm guest speaker. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Correct. Uh, I can say what I want. I'm going tomorrow. Kopargao. Malachalil. He will continue to love me. If you get a little upset with me, two years again, he'll not call me again. He'll call me after two years. <laughs> I'm telling you something. You see, our finances reveal the track or the parts of our affections. <clears throat> Amen. So Jesus is saying, ah, Hallelujah. <laughs> For me? Sorry. (laughs) Just joking. Just joking. 
you see you'll be amazed at how the majority of jesus's parables were about wealth our god is an entrepreneurial god <laughs> and the earth is of the lord's its fullness thereof but is the earth is given to the sons of men how we steward the wealth and resources that god has given us faithfulness beloved faithfulness god will entrust you with true riches you see the parable of the talents is not the talent you see wrong teaching they gave me when i was small talent they talk about guitar and keyboard and this are that not that talent it was money it is wealth see it's very important no english grammar before you study the bible renan martin i'm serious know your grammar and then study the bible the parable of the talents is all about business man it's about business and when you appropriate the wisdom and the anointing of god in order to righteously multiply what god has already given you in faithfulness well done my good and amen so you want true riches steward what god has given you right now in your bank accounts No I'm not just talking about giving don't misunderstand me It's about earning righteously It's about spending wisely It's about saving well to the point of making investments so that you be a blessed you be blessed you make a blessing to others The Bible says the godly man makes an inheritance for his children's children how blessed will you be Psalm 37 it begins with says better is the little with the righteous doesn't stop there than the plenty of many wicked better is the little with the righteous than the plenty of many wicked progress ahead in the verses it says in the time of famine he will lend to many and not borrow how much will you have my beloved that in the time of famine you will have so much of plenty that you'll be able to give to others god is the god of super duper peri sauce abundance but we grow it in faithfulness fourth how oh, this is my favorite i'm come to the end okay. i love this shadrach meshach abednego everyone loves the story beautiful story how much time do i have actually no time we are in minus here 10 minutes i'll be done in 10 i'll be done in 10 20 30 40 <laughs> okay stay with me you all with me yes thank you you're kind we love the story and what we love about the story is at the very heart of it it is a it is about true faith pure faith you know faith that is you know, it, a few years back we had this girl in our church was severely persecuted for her faith severely how long 14 years and when talking about slaps she used to get whipped whipped beaten kicked one day she called me and we were looking for a guy for her marriage and one proposal almost worked out and then it didn't work out and she called me she was crying on the phone i was in a rickshaw and she just asked me one question she said She said Shannon how long And I couldn't think I didn't have an answer And I only told her this I said Bitia We only see the fourth man in the furnace You understood You only see the fourth man in the furnace Bitia Hang on Today she and her husband are church planting in North India Phenomenal work good stuff So You know faith is so precious. Now there are two levels in this passage. I want to introduce two levels. The first is the level of faith. Faith pleases God. Everything that God does he does by faith, right? He made everything out of nothing. Oh, that's my God. Hallelujah. Powerful God. Awesome God. and he loves it when his children imitate him amen patras 
प्रभु तू है हाँ मैं हूं मैं हाऊ अगर आप हो हा बेटा फेथ इज नॉट अ हाई जंप मेनी टाइम्स इट्स अ स्मॉल स्टेप इन अ डिफरेंट डिरेक्शन एक छोटा कदम है नई दिशा में फेथ इज प्रेशियस ए मैन आई वॉन्ट यू टू हियर द साउंड ऑफ फेथ इन दिस पैसेज बट आफ्टर दैट आई विल टेक यू अ लिटल अप रेडी नाउ दिस इज शेदराज मिशा कैबिन ने गो दे हैव रेफ्यूज टू बैव डाउन टू दी गोल्डन इमेज ऑफ the maniac nebuchadnezzar crazy guy he built see selfie was a problem even in those days <laughs> only in this case it was seven stories high <laughs> crazy man get up what type hoy so nebuchadnezzar makes a seven story image of himself it is when the pungi bajain pa everybody must bow down and i saw this little movie clip oh and everybody's bowed down these three guys <laughs> their faith caused back issue nahi bend hota hai bhai hallelujah nahi jhukega bhai back problem hai तीनों को वही प्रॉब्लम है सो दे आर कॉट नाउ द किंग इज टॉकिंग टू देम द थ्री अमी गोज वही प्रॉब्लम मैन हियर द साउंड ऑफ फेथ सी फेथ एट टाइम्स वेन इट्स एक्सप्रेस कैन बी मिस्टेक एन एज एरिगेंस बट इट्स नॉट इट्स कॉन्फिडेंस इन गॉड Okay now listen Shadrach Meshach and Abednego can you see it please reply to the king what's the reply oh nebuchadnezzar we do not need to give you an answer concerning this matter heda I can picture my pop sick. Hey, I piss so much like this. What are you going to do? Amazing, right? Amazing. May God give us that faith. Amen. Look at this. Oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to give you an answer concerning this matter. Watch in here. If it be so, this is faith. This is faith. If it be so. Our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the furnace of blazing fire and he will deliver us out of your hand o king <clears throat> Did you get that Our God whom we serve our God our Abba Father whom we serve is able everybody say God is able say my god is able my god is able that's faith <laughs> tell yourself again in the situation and context you are in say my god is able my god is able say it with all your heart my god is able my god is able that is faith that's the sound of faith hallelujah to deliver us from the furnace and even from your hand that's faith It's amazing when God responds to faith. Almost two months back, doctors suspected I had colorectal cancer. Almost two months back, <clears throat> from December to first week of March, I was in terrible pain. Terrible. And uh, I don't want to get into details of it, but when I went for my colonoscopy the doctors were surprised because my colorectal was in terrible shape i had polyp i had ulcerations i had pus my inner lining of my rectum had completely eroded and excruciating pain and they were 
absolutely confident that I had colorectal cancer. In fact, there's a sister who's very close to me, <clears throat> to my wife and me. Uh, she's a researcher in Tara Memorial. And uh, she was very close to doctors. This was happening in Hinduja. And he actually, he actually told, uh, the doctor told uh, Deepa, be sure you want to come in and see because you know what we were expecting to see. And I know this boy is close to you. He's your brother. She says, I know. And then while doing the colonoscopy, he said, is it his bum? Because we can't see anything. It, everything disappeared. Right there on the table. Crazy, right? Wait, wait, wait. Shh, shh. Control. Yeah, I know. God deserves the hand. Amen. Praise God. That's faith. And praise God when God responds to our faith. Food multiplies. People get healed. Hallelujah. Amazing thing. What if he does not? Now hear the voice of not faith, of faithfulness. But even if he does not, let it be known to you, O king, that we are not going to serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. My brothers and sisters, that's not faith. That's faithfulness. That's faithfulness. And Living Hope Church, Jesus wants to open up India to you. I'm saying this. But you and I will have to learn to walk surely by faith. But in the mystery of the unknown and the unexpected and the uninvited, when we don't know what's happening, we continue to walk. And then the world will know that He is God. Today, we're reading the story, not only because it's a story of faith, but because it's a story faithfulness tonight in this camp that's what God calling you and me to he's calling you and me to be faithful because because he's always he's always been faithful every moment of my life when I think of these 26 years I've done horrible things I've hurt people I've hurt my mom. I've hurt my wife. I'm, I'm not the great dad to my daughter. I've not been the best of the pastor. I've done terrible mistakes in my life. 26 years. But I thank God not even for a moment. Did he ever give up on me. And because he's been faithful. My heart is captivated. In my weakness. I will fight. To continue to be faithful. That's our privilege beloved. To be faithful to our God. I want to invite you Living Hope Church. Every one of my brothers and sisters sitting over here. You and I have been invited to this privilege. To not only walk by faith. But walk in faithfulness. And I believe that as you are already doing it. And as you will do better by the grace of God. You will go into places and uncharted territories you never dreamt of. People from here are going to go. Sent out by the leadership of this church. And you will take regions for Jesus. <laughs> people sitting in the darkness going to see a marvelous light because you chose to walk in faith and in faithfulness let me pray with you please father thank you we love you lord we love you lord not because we first chose But because you first and always love us. Captivate our hearts, Lord, again tonight. 
captivate my heart. Captivate the heart of every brother and sister of mine sitting here. If you may, as you keep your eyes closed, would you just lift your hands to the Lord? Just as an act of offering and gratitude to Him. And allow the Holy Spirit to work right now, to speak right now. Many a man proclaims his own loyalty. But a faithful man and a woman who can find. I pray, Father, that you will find it in Living Hope Church. I pray that you will find it in every one of us. Thank you, Lord, for bringing this word today. Thank you for speaking to us. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.